Hey, listeners, we had the absolute pleasure of sitting down with Amanda Shepard this evening. Unfortunately, due to some audio issues, the sound quality is not up to our full standard. Uh, we edited the interview to our best ability and apologize in advance, but still very happy with how our product turned out. So we really hope you enjoy it and really listen to it to its full end. Welcome, Ohana, to the Disney Guys Uncensored. This is episode 82, recorded on Monday, October 12, 2020. You are your host, Drew, Bob, and Jordana. On tonight's episode, we welcome Amanda Shepard to the show. Uh, Amanda, as you may or may not know, is the actress who portrayed Emily Bates in the Halloween classic Hocus Pocus. So come, journey with us as we light the black flame and put a spell on you. As it's a full moon tonight, and that is why the weirdos are out. Uh, Amanda, uh, thank you so much uh, for, for joining us tonight. How have you been? How is sunny California? I've been good. I've been good. I'm, you know, I'm I'm well aware of, you know, everything that's going on. Um, but at the same time, I'm, you know, um, trying to keep a positive, you know, attitude about everything and... Uh, try to stay healthy and all that stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, definitely. So, thank you again for joining us tonight. Um, and we're going to get to you in a little bit with our main topic. But first, let's head over to our BuzzTube. So BuzzTube this week, as everybody knows, Pixar Character Showdown is upon us. We are moving on to the Elite Eight. Uh, for those that have not been following, we are doing, uh, we're, we're searching for the best Pixar character of all time. Started with 64, and now we are down to eight. Um, over in Al's Toy Barn's bracket, Carl uh, Fredrickson will be playing the number two Sully. Uh, Mike Wazowski, number one seed, has been defeated, folks, by uh, a small amount of only three votes. Uh, the one and only one seed to be eliminated. Uh, over in Bub's bracket there, by and large, number one seed Wally will face number two, Forky. Um, over in the Dynaco, number one Buzz Lightyear plays number six, Slinky. I believe he's now the highest seed left. And the last one over here, number one seed Woody will be playing the number two Mater. Um, so that votes the elite eight that will be out tomorrow morning for or really when you guys are listening to this for everyone to go vote 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 and remember while you're voting if you head over to itunes right now and give us a five-star review we are giving away a 25 dollars uh disney shop gift card um so make sure you do that super easy uh just head on over there give us a review and you'll be entered to win that gift card which we'll be pulling uh in about the second or third week into november um so that's for buzztube this week uh bub Let's head over to the Disney News Desk. Yeah, some quick hitting news today. Um, they announced that Pixar's Soul will be coming to Disney Plus directly on December the 25th. So Merry Christmas to all of you Disney Plus viewers. No premiere access required. 
in other movie news, a script for Space Mountain or a Space Mountain movie is uh, is coming from the writer of the soon to be released Obi-Wan Kenobi series. The popular Disney ride is being adapted into a movie according to the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, writer Joby Harold who is also behind, uh, like we said, the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, has been hired to pen the script for the live-action adaptation and serve as producer. And finally, tonight, in a bit of odd park news, according to some industry sources, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure will not be opening by year's end. Lots of the exterior work has been completed with signage installed, but apparently the interior work is far from complete, and these are the guys that are still on furlough, and they have no intention of bringing them back at any point in the near-ish future. So there is an outside chance it will be well into next year before this attraction officially opens of course this is all speculation so if we hear anything official we will of course pass it along that's all we got for the news let's head over to the topic of the week elijah elijah pass to see my sister emily hey but look they conjure oh god the woods emily (sighs) all right everybody this is exciting for me. This is an interview, Amanda, I think a year in the making. We initially emailed you last year, and we, you were traveling and some of the scheduling difficulties, which happens. Um, we weren't able to make it happen, but you were our first choice. This year, again, we said, hey, let's reach out again. Let's get her on the show and see what she's up to. So, I, I, again, I know Drew, uh, Drew welcomed you to the show. I welcome you to the show. I, it's great to have you here. Um, so... It's funny to me because Hocus Pocus is such a a part of my life in an odd way. I have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, and they, they love the movie. Okay. And it's one of those things to me that, for you, do you still love the movie? Um, it's kind <laughs> of interesting. It's, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. <laughs> Um, to be honest, I like the movie a lot. All right. Um, I think it's a good movie, but yeah. I think whenever you're actually on a set and you're there every day for so long, like, I hate to say this, but it becomes a little bit hard to appreciate, you know, okay. what, you know, what you're, you're actually doing. I mean, I swear to God, probably the first 15 years after that movie, I never even owned a copy. <laughs> How sad is that? Emily yeah. Binkson owned a copy. <laughs> so, so it's funny because <laughs> according to some people, you aren't Emily Binks, though. Right. So, right. so it, it was uh, to me. So, so for you being in the movie and, Again, you were young when you were in it. You were you were you were a little taught there. I, I guess that the question here is: is when you find out that there's a, an issue with the credits, and I don't know that there was an issue. Whatever happened, it was oversight. D- does that affect you on a personal level? Is it like, oh, come on, you know? Because you just said the work you put in, you're on the set for as long as you are, and not to say that it was, uh, it was. I'm sure it was incidental, but does that get you down at, at that age? Are you kind of like, oh, were you not even aware of it at the time? I wasn't even aware of it, and even when I did become aware of it, I didn't care, because I just 
I mean, I was getting the checks. I love the honesty. I love the honesty. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. So. So people were more upset about it than I was. They say, mm -hmm. oh, somebody's trying to do this or whatever. And I'm like, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. So. So that's it, it is funny though because it, for for fans of the movie it's it's got to be different than somebody drawing a check from the movie. I can understand where that would be. So speaking of fans of the movie, Jordana, I know you're a big fan of of the film and and I know Andrew you you too your your daughter loves the film and I don't know if Evan loves it but I know that <laughs> I know that your kids do watch movies like my kids do. So Jordana for you let's start with you there. What did the movie mean to you, Jordana? Because we know, you know, obviously it's a Halloween staple. Right. I guess more growing up, like, you know, Halloween's coming when it's October 1st and it's Disney. You turn on Disney Channel and Hocus Pocus is on. And so that's like you get in the feeling like this is what brought me into the feeling of, hey, October's here, fall's here. And it's not even as much as like. I don't know, just not Halloween, but just fall and the seasons changing and Hocus Pocus is on it. That's just, that was me growing up. That's me now. Uh, I think more uh, Disney Plus have ruined it for me because now I was watching Hocus Pocus in March, um, <laughs> you know, so um, that, that happened. But um, yeah, growing up, just that it wasn't played all year round until October 1st. And it was the first movie everybody seemed to watch. That's hmm what it is for me well it plays about 147 times on abc family's 31 nights of halloween between now and halloween <laughs> so true. i mean it's it's twice a day <laughs> three times a day it's fantastic yeah. drew i again we being growing up together obviously i i we're close in age it, I, I just learned the movie wasn't as big for you as it was probably for me but in terms of Hocus Pocus and, and where we are regionally speaking, geographically, where we have the change of seasons, like Jordana just said, it, there's something about Hocus Pocus meaning the start of the season. Yeah, I, I think absolutely. And I think it comes down to living so close to even Salem yeah. um, is, is a big impact around here. I think just the story uh, of the, the nature of the culture, if you want to look at it from that point of view, right? Um, but yeah, the movie itself means a lot. Uh, I've always was a Halloween, more of a horror, sci-fi horror mm -hmm. type guy growing up. But um, so you alluded to earlier. Now that we're a little bit older and the, we have kids, and, the, and we want to experience the, you know, we can't experience the sci-fi horror films with the kids. Uh, so this is a perfect thing, to, you know, the family movie that we can put on at night and you know make the popcorn and hot chocolate and really enjoy it. So I think it means a lot in that aspect of it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so Amanda, so I, I must say, for, for us here and being in New England, like Andrew said, and, and almost Salem being as accessible, I mean, it's like an hour drive from where I am or an hour and 10 minute drive, give or take, from where I am. Um, it, there is a certain charm to that, and, and I'm sure that you appreciate that. And uh, are the fans crazy? That, that's what I need to know. Are the fans crazy <laughs> about Hocus Pocus? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I didn't really quite know until I, um, I started dating somebody that was from the, the Midwest mm -hmm. and because in LA, like, to be honest, nobody really cares. 
They're like, oh, what? you know, but <laughs> right. like the Midwest, yep. um, it was like a big deal. That was like when I first realized I was like, whoa, like yeah. this has become yeah. something, yeah. you know, I had, no, I had no idea. I was completely oblivious. Yeah. And then, yeah, so that's when I started to see it coming in more and more and more. And then after I did the 25th anniversary, mm -hmm. um, then it just got like over mm -hmm. the top. Yeah. So, so now so, I'm so. seeing like people like tat with tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you're right. I saw I was looking at your Instagram page the other day when we started talking and I was looking at some of the, uh, the tattoos and stuff you're sharing. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to yeah. see that, right, that you have random people out there that are putting, you know, tattoos of a character that you portrayed on their body yeah. you know it, that, that's kind of weird like, and creepy i mean <laughs> it's kind of weird but like at the same like it's it's you know I, was, I think i post i was like oh that's sick you know i like yeah, that yeah. you know that's cool <laughs> yeah you uh you mentioned the 25th anniversary what was that like to one even be you know invited to that and then two going to it attending it and, and seeing all these people that i'm sure you have lasting impacts or memories right yeah, yeah. I mean, I really didn't know how it was going to be. You know, I thought, oh, you know, it's been so long and, you know, everybody's gone off in so many different directions and amazing directions. And I remember, I'll never forget, I was, um, I was in the trailer, um, like they were, you know, um, what is it called? You know, you know. We're picking out the clothes they want, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, uh, the guy who played Billy Butcher in the film, I had no idea who he was. I didn't know he was <laughs> like won an award for like one of my favorite movies of all time, The Shape of Water. It's a great film. We were just talking yeah. about Doug earlier. Yeah, that's it's a great movie. Yeah, yep. Doug. Yep. I had no idea who he was, and he was like, hi, Amanda, how are you doing? How's real estate going? Like, he knew everything about me, and I was like, wait a second, like, you're Doug Jones. <laughs> and I didn't know the whole time, so the whole time I was in wardrobe, I thought he was just working there in wardrobe. <laughs> and I was like, thank do you like this? Like, I don't like this. Like, I want to change this. Like, what do you think? He's like, yeah, yeah, go change that. I had no idea it was Doug Jones. And then I found out later when I went back to my trailer and I'm like, wait a second, who is this guy? Like, and then I was like, oh my God. That's awesome. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, but he's the nicest guy. Oh my God. I love him. Yeah, he's great. And just, and just being with everybody there, like, Everybody was so embracing. I mean, Kenny Ortega just hugged me. He was like, oh, my God, I've missed you. And um, and even Vanessa, she was just so warm. And Thora and just everybody was really, really nice. Larry, you know, everyone was just so inviting. And it just, it really did feel like, honestly, like it felt like a homecoming. It really did. Yeah, it was really, really nice. I felt welcomed. Yes, that's probably the, the big thing there is that for 
for me at least looking at watching the film and you i mean obviously there's some age differences in the cast but not a ton it it almost like you just said would to me would feel like you you built almost lasting relationships there and and you know you, sometimes you can go home again and i think that's what hocus pocus is for a lot of people especially in the fall and stuff so i think that's that's really a cool thing um so you mentioned Kenny Ortega, the director, and he obviously has has done uh, too many projects for us to mention on the show right now. Let, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but when you go into an audition with Kenny Ortega, and and obviously this is not Kenny's first picture, but it was when he was kind of starting out a little bit. For you, did you have any acting experience, and did you know who Kenny Ortega was when you went in? I didn't know who he was when I went in, mm-hmm. and um, prior to, to Hocus Pocus, I was already modeling. I was already, you know, I already had a manager, an agent, and, you know, all this and that, and I think I did one job prior to that. I did a ton of commercials before that. Um, yeah, one of them was a Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> I'm just, like, thinking <laughs> back. <laughs> and... Um, um, and I like I just remembered that I had done. Do do you guys remember a show? I don't know. Maybe you don't remember a show called Hard Copy. Yeah, Hard Copy. Yes. You remember that? Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So know this. I've never. I've never. Yeah, I've never said this on any interview. Um, the first job I ever did was playing Ginger Lynn as a child, a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That's uh, funny stuff right here. That is see, like, my mom, my mom's like, Oh honey, you can do this. Oh yeah, this is great. Ginger Lynn. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, I didn't know I was just a kid. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I, play, I, I played Ginger Lynn, you know? <laughs> Um, so yeah I was on a hard copy and it's like most of the video is like my mom like pulling my hair and like being abused okay. and, like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta start somewhere oh though. My God. yeah so I need to find that somewhere That's but funny. so yeah I did that was like my first acting job I might have done something before that but I don't remember I think it was like um yeah to kill a mockingbird it was like a play or something um but yeah i had no idea who kenny was i just knew it was a big deal because i was actually going on the disney lot and anytime i go on i went on the disney lot for auditions i knew like okay this is a big deal because i was i was used to normally going to like a beat down you know building you know with some tape on the floor you know do your profile you know say your you know what i mean so i was like Oh wow! Like the gates open. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is yeah. Like I just knew it was like something bigger, you know. Oh, certainly. I mean, and and uh, yeah, it's got to be something. So I again in my research, I, I noticed you had some squirrel friends on the Disney lot. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I did. again. Notoriously friendly <laughs> squirrels out there in the Disney lot. Notoriously friendly squirrels out there. So, fantastic. They, are, are they notoriously friendly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, they yes. would just—they just come up to you and like hop on your shoulder and. It's—it's it's a really place friendly. of magic. They're, it is. <laughs> Excellent. So, so for you, so 
in the time that you spent filming, were you on location in the Salem area? Did you film soundstage work? Did you do a little bit of both? What was the... What was that kind of like? And then if you did film in the Salem area, what was it like kind of being in Salem filming a movie about witches? I mean, that's got to be pretty cool. Yeah. So unfortunately, I wasn't um, They, I was supposed to go to Salem. Mm-hmm. And then they said, well, actually, because it's Disney. And they're like, well, actually... <laughs> We can find somebody out there that can kind of like resemble her or something. I don't know. They're like, here's some tickets to Disneyland. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, hey, you know, so, I guess. Like, you know? Yeah, so a lot of people that, that kind of like wigs people out when I tell them, they're like, have you gone to Salem? And I'm like, no. They're like, what? <laughs> you haven't gone to Salem? And I'm like, no, I'm like, but believe me, I'll go there before I die. Like, trust me. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it's it's yeah. a lovely little town. It is a lovely it little is, yeah. sleepy community. It is beautiful. It's a nice little area. Yeah. So um, it, it is funny, though. So uh, on that token, in terms of character development for you, and again, I know it's kind of, you know, I, I mean, it. Did, did they give you any information on Emily's background when you're getting ready for you to get into character? Or was it pretty much you're, you're getting the life no, sucked kidding. out of you by witches? <laughs> 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 I mean, I think there was like a minute amount of background because honestly, it's like, how much am I really saying, you know? Right. Um, but there was a little bit of background. I remember Kenny said, I just don't remember what it was. Um, but it wasn't enough for me to recall. Right. But yeah, I was just kind of say these lines yeah. and same like this. All right. <laughs> so on top of that, Amanda, do you know if there was any scenes that you guys filmed that did not make the final cut? Oh, absolutely. There were a yeah. lot of scenes that everybody filmed that yeah. were cut. There was um, constant changes being made. Um um, constant rewrites, um, even, you know, little Emily Binks's character, you know, I did, you know, when I was doing the voiceover, there was so, there's various different things that I was saying. And I thought, oh my gosh, like, it really was like, I wonder what they're going to use, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so that's how it came about. They just, yeah, there was, there was a lot of rewrites for everyone. Yeah, very cool. Um, so working with the cast, I know you talked to it a little bit already, but was there any special moments or memories that you remember in particular that really stuck out to you? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. I mean, honestly, of all the people that I've worked with, um, he was and is the most genuine, most authentic person most humble um that i've ever worked with and even other actresses that i've you know talked to um really uh no one really compares to him in my opinion and so i'll never forget the rap party um he came up to me and he picked me up and he like threw me around and and put me down and he was like this movie is going to make you a star like, that. <laughs> and, and you know, and he's like, I love you. You know, I really do. You know, like he was just so 
loving and and um yeah i really i can't say enough about now now in the opposite end obviously you have so much love for him is there anyone that you disliked or you you, you get along with or (laughs) you don't have yeah there's there's someone i wanted to sock in the face no i'm kidding Um, (laughs) i was ready for it (laughs) (laughs) um no um, yeah, all I can say is, like, Bette Midler was a class diva, but oh. in the most glorious way, like, <laughs> you know, like, like you I got a picture, her. Like, at the end of the movie, I got a picture of her headshot that said, Aloha, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I saved it, I still have it to this day, but I'm like. You know, like that's Bet. That's who she is. That's awesome. You know, I, I almost and I'd be disappointed if you told me otherwise. I'd be yeah. disappointed if you told me <laughs> yeah, she was like a little I, grandmother on the set. So, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And then um, Thora Birch was, I mean, she was quite the personality. Um, she was much more seasoned than I was, you know, as an actor. So, I just thought, like, gosh, like, she knows so much, and she's so young, and and how does she know so much? But she really is, was, like, literally, like, a young, mm-hmm. like, an old person in a child's body. So, she, like, <laughs> she got right onto set and was, like, telling the makeup artist, oh, no, 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 I do my own makeup. You know, like that, where, like, I'm, like, I wouldn't even dare to say anything, you know? <laughs> like, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, so, like, I really admired her her confidence. Like, it was very, like, brass and, like, mm-hmm. strong, and, and I really admired it, yeah. Um, so I can't so, say anything bad. Well, that's, I guess that's, <laughs> that's good. Fair, that's way. fair. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so speaking of Jordana saying about not liking or hating other cast members, I, I read a rumor where a lot of the actors actually disliked a lot of the cats that played Banks. Is that true? What? And then, Well, I heard that there was a lot of different cats, right? They, they had to use multiple cats um, yeah. for different tricks and different things. So I, 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 the, the actors were kind of fed up with trying to teach a new cat again and again and again. But anywho, is the rumor true that we heard you got to cheap? your brother as a cat that i used to keep my brother well no that you got the cat you got to keep the cat i guess i worded that a little odd <laughs> did you keep your brother as the cat did you take home your brother as the... your brother and lock him up i did I did take one of the cats. I don't know which one it was, yeah. but I did take one of the cats. Oh, very but, cool. That is very cool. So you did so you did keep your brother home. You yeah. took your brother home. Yes. Home. <laughs> oh man. All right. So I mean, so that's excellent. So that you, you took you took a cat home. That's that's great. And you didn't punch anybody on the set, and Bette Midler was as exactly how people would think she would be. I guess my question now is, I did hear, again, we've done some research on what you've done before and stuff like that. So, Kathy Najimy, I heard, was a a doll to you. Is this, can you confirm that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah. She wouldn't let me down. She just carried me everywhere. <laughs> so it was, she was so sweet. She, I don't know why she wanted to carry me everywhere, but she, she did. And yeah. I just went with it. So there are, um, there are rumors going around that there could be a Hocus Pocus sequel in the works. Is there any chance that we see a return of Emily Banks in the new film? I don't know if I mean a sequel. Um, Disney Disney Plus. Mm. Um, but they haven't contacted uh, you know, Kathy and Jimmy or, mm-hmm. or Bette Midler or anything like that, or at least they haven't responded mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to any of it. And, and as far as I know from my contact, uh, contact with the rest of the cast there, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So let's say in a world where <laughs> you are the heart of that film, of the first film of Hocus Pocus, you're the heart of the film and you're, you're the impetus for the whole movie existing as a character. Um, it has, the film has impacted so many lives, but has the film had an overall impact on your life? And if so, what has that kind of impact been? I know you've talked about, it, you didn't really know that it was a big deal. And to you, it was, you know, not necessarily just a job, but I mean, let's call a spade a spade. It, it was a job for you. Did, what was the overall impact that the film has had on your life? Let's see, fake friends. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it's been wonderful. I mean, when I see people and they say, oh, my God, I love Hocus Pocus, that lights up my heart. I never really look at people, really, and people, you know, a, a fan. But I think because I was, was raised, even no matter what jobs I, I was doing or no matter what, I was always brought up to say that's work you know mm-hmm. this is life you know mm-hmm. that's just work so i was always constantly being humbled i think okay. i answered that and as far as like affecting i don't think i answered as far as it affecting me mm-hmm. like the movie affecting me in a positive way yeah like i said before it's all been absolutely positive yeah. you know i'm i'm really thankful that i got to be a part of it i really am yeah. <laughs> now, Amanda, as far as let's let's say post Hocus Pocus, uh, did you continue acting after that? I did, you know, like guest appearances and stuff like that. But I interviewed for a lot of uh, a lot of big roles, you know, and I would always I was always like the person that would like it'd be to be between like me and like one other girl. Like I never went on the first interview. It'd always be like on the fourth or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, which was uh, which was really nice. It'd be, be like between two people, you know, and then they'd be like, oh, or I'd get a part. Yeah. I actually got the part for um, a little princess. I think that was an old novel, like an old book. And I got the phone call. They said, you booked the part. This has happened several times. You booked the part and get ready for wardrobe tomorrow. And then I get a phone call the next day saying, oh, uh, you know, I'm sorry. We, we um, you know, we decided to go, you know, with, with somebody else. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. terrible. So it was so frustrating. It was yeah. so frustrating. I was like, ah. Um, but, but it was fine because I was like, okay, I've done, so, you know, all this Disney work and these Disney shows and, you know, um, 
and all that and these commercials and the modeling. So I was like, I'm, you know, I'm happy. I'm thankful. Mm -hmm. So, so at which point, um, did you start as you, as you got older, I guess, or or you could tell me transition out of acting into maybe your current career or, or something in between there. And and what happened with that? Let's see. I went through, um, I got into real estate and, um, I did that with my father, which is really nice. I got to work for five years before he passed, um, and then at the same time, I was also working on music, mm-hmm. um, which was fun. I really enjoyed it. And um, and there were other uh, spiritual like awakenings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then mm-hmm. I just wasn't the same <laughs> after that. And so I just completely, yeah, it's like very hocus pocus, right? Like Life takes I, over, right? And then I, I like for a quick second, I thought about like getting into law and I'm like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get into law, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> what am I thinking? The path of the heart. Yeah. Getting into mm-hmm. the more spiritual side of life. Say that I that was just, impacted because of Hocus Pocus a little bit or, or no? No. In fact, I have a funny story. Uh, before I ever did that movie, I think. A year before I did the movie, I had a dream about witches taking me down and, and taking my life. And it, like, it did. It, it really scared me to death. Oh. And um, and I kept, you know, I was like, that's weird. You know, even as, like, a little kid. like, And it was so visceral. And then literally a year later, you know, I did Hocus Pocus. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for your time and uh, coming out here and sharing all these amazing stories and kind of inside look at Hocus Pocus as well as your life um, and, and, you know, where it went with that. But um, is there, um, you know, do you want to tell the listeners any last last thing here? Maybe people to follow you anywhere or, if, if you, you know, anything like that as a fan? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have my Instagram and it's just my name. It's Amanda Shepard. But to make it easier, it's Amanda underscore underscore because you know you have to make it you know different. So it's Amanda underscore underscore Shepard, and that's it. That's where you can find me and and follow and and yeah, be a part of the Hocus Pocus clan. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so much, Amanda. Um, it has been an absolute blast from the Disney guys here. And um, we'll have to hopefully never know. Maybe our path will cross again sometime in the future. But best of luck to you. Uh, and thank you. Thanks so much. All right. That's going to wrap up the main topic. Let's head on over to the random House of Mouse. Yes, and this week, Random House of Mouse is brought to you by Jordana Izzo at TravelMation.net. Because when you travel with TravelMation, you travel with the best. And as we've discussed later uh, this episode, we've talked about Salem a little bit. We've talked about Hocus Pocus quite a bit. But here we want to give you a walking tour of Salem. Kind of. So where in Salem can you go to check out actual filming locations from Hocus Pocus? 
of course, we do recommend that you only go when it is, you know, publicly advisable and to check um, any of the local message boards or, or Google up Salem's town website to see what kind of restrictions they have in place with uh, any of these places. Some of them are outdoors, some of them are indoors. So in that instance, check with the, the museums that are, are here as well. Uh, at first, we want to go to the town hall slash old town hall. Um, that is open to the public and hosts the Salem Museum and performance of performances of Cry Innocent. That is 161 Essex Street in Salem. That is, of course, the famous party scene that the parents go to when they think L.A. is a party town. Woo! They don't know anything about Salem. So, uh, Allison's house is known as the Ropes Mansion in real life. The mansion is owned by the Peabody Essex Museum, and the gardens located in the rear of the property are free to visit and open to the public. 318 Essex Street is that location. Jacob Bailey High, or the Phillips Elementary School, uh, is no no indoor access. The exterior building can be viewed from the town commons. That is at 65 South Washington Square. That school is no longer a school. It has been decommissioned, so it is kind of just a standing building at this point. Uh, Max and Danny's house is at 4 Ocean Avenue. People do currently live there, so obviously be respectful uh, on their property. The Binks and Sanderson sister house area is actually Pioneer Village. Uh, Pioneer Village was built in 1930 and is America's first living history museum. Tours of the village are offered seasonally June through September. And today the park is home to different events and festivals throughout the year. That is 310 West Avenue. Again, check with Pioneer Village before you get down there. I don't know what is open and what isn't open uh, in this current day uh salem commons uh, many of the outdoor scenes in the movie were filmed at salem commons where ironically enough the film is shown each year during during haunted happenings again i cannot stress enough please check the websites for haunted happening ideas because i don't know if they're still doing it the old burial hill uh, is a cemetery this is where max uh loses his shoes this actually isn't in salem you'd have to go out to Marblehead at the old burial hill uh, one of the oldest graveyards in New England. That's where the footage was shot there. Uh, Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery. Uh, this museum was not featured in the filming for Hocus Pocus, but it is home to an impressive figure of Winifred Sanderson, obviously portrayed by the legendary Bette Midler. Count Orlock's is located at 217 Essex Street and is open as a museum and haunted house throughout the summer and October. Again, we do stress, please note availability and hours at museums and attractions may have changed due to COVID-19. Check with individual businesses to confirm hours before visiting, and that is is a random house of mouse. Thank you, Bob. And that is going to wrap up this week's episode of Hocus Pocus with Emily Bates. Again, we want to thank Amanda for joining us tonight. If you have any feedback, questions, or comments, as always, email us at the Disney Guys Uncensored at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on all social media. Check out our show notes in the link uh, above. And that will give you a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, also, if you want, head over to Redbubble, some super cool merchandise. And as always, we ask, please consider donating at least just a small $2 per month to be a Patreon. We give you some special perks along with you guys' support and us give you a better uh, product. So, good night and goodbye, cruel world. But we hope you enjoyed the show, and thanks for listening to The Disney Guys on Censored. <laughs>